Greetings, friends. Welcome to Walking in His Word, the podcast where we embark on short, faith-filled journeys through the scriptures in episodes that are both concise and impactful. Each week, we take an eight to 10 minute purposeful stroll through the pages of God's Word, offering insights, wisdom, and inspiration to enhance our day. So join us as we explore each topic, uncovering the treasures hidden within the scriptures and learning how they can be applied to our lives. So let's take this brief but powerful journey of walking in His Word together. Today we're going to continue our series on the secrets of the kingdom of heaven by looking at the parables of Jesus. The parable for today is the first of three that demonstrate the Father's love for the lost. As with other parables, these three are Jesus's direct response to a specific situation. So let's read Luke 15, 1 through 2. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, and the Pharisees and scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. The tax collectors, or publicans as they are called in the King James Version, were considered extortioners and traitors by the scribes and Pharisees. They were considered extortioners because they collected more than what was required for personal gain, and they were considered traitors because they were Jews collecting taxes for the occupying Roman government. The sinners could be anyone of bad reputation or various types of sin. Perhaps they were even excommunicated from the synagogues. So the initiators of this parable were the quote-unquote religious leaders, the Pharisees, who had a real problem with Jesus associating with these types of people. Throughout his ministry, Jesus was often seen in the company of sinners, preaching to them, even performing miracles with them. He even selected a tax collector to be one of his disciples, a man by the name of Matthew or Levi, depending on how you read it. And he did not hesitate to spend time with other sinners throughout his time on earth. Look at Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 7, many of the different gospels. In fact, Jesus's primary audience, and certainly his most receptive audience, was to those quote-unquote sinners who the religious leaders would not even associate with. In their anger against Jesus, the Pharisees raised an accusation against him for what was, in their eyes, a deplorable act associating with sinners. So Jesus responds with a series of three parables that demonstrate the Father's love for the lost and exemplify what our actions and attitudes should be. These parables are the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the prodigal son. All three directly challenge the pharisaical teaching to avoid associating with the lost and teaching that we should show love and compassion for them and at times even actively seek them out. So the first parable is the parable of the lost sheep. We find it in Luke chapter 15, verses 3 through 7. It says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the open country, and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. To illustrate their own hypocrisy and inconsistency, Jesus challenged the Pharisees to consider whether they would do any differently. He asked, What man of you? And stated that any of them, if they had a hundred sheep, would leave the ninety-nine and go and search one out that was lost. And then when they found it, they would bring it home rejoicing. So what is that heavenly principle that we can glean from this parable? To understand what Jesus was teaching, we must realize that we are often likened to sheep in Scripture. Isaiah 53 verse 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. 
We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Sheep do not have a great deal of instincts for their surroundings, and because of their ignorance in this area, they can easily go astray. They have a desire to go their own way and can easily wander off and end up in dangerous situations. This parable represents a sheep that is lost through a type of ignorance. Jesus was saying that it is our responsibility to actively seek out these sheep, even as the good shepherd actively sought out this lost sheep and teach them well. If they go astray, we must seek the sheep that are lost. God's love is a seeking love. He is not simply waiting for those who are lost to find him, but he has and continues to reach out for those who are lost. Ezekiel 34:11 says that he will actively search for his sheep. It says, For thus says the Lord, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. John 3:16 demonstrates the Father's love for us, stating that God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Luke 19:10 also says, For the Son of Man comes to seek and to save the lost. God actively searches for those who are lost and as his disciples, we should be actively involved in seeking and saving the lost, which is the Great Commission, to go into all the world and to preach the gospel. When a lost sheep is found, there is much rejoicing. The shepherd in this parable throws a party and celebrates finding his lost sheep. And we are told, likewise, there is tremendous joy in heaven. Some might ask, well, what about the other 99? Well, they are safe. And God is certainly pleased that 99 are righteous. But when a sinner repents and is saved from hell, there is tremendous joy and rightly so, in light of what might happen if that lost sheep is never found. The implication here in this parable is that we also should have the same attitude of love and joy when it comes to the salvation of sinners. Now, some people might ask, what about verses like 2 Corinthians 14, verses 16 through 18, which says that we should not be unequally yoked with sinners and should live our lives as separate people from the sinners of this world. Or you might ask about John 17:16, which says that the followers of Christ are not of the world, but rather sanctified or separate. Well, as with most things in life, there has to be a balance. Separation from the world does not mean complete isolation from the world. While we should not practice the same habits and sin the world of the world and so forth, we can certainly eat with and congregate when appropriate, just as Jesus did. His intention was to minister to the lost, and that should certainly be our intention as well. After all, if no one intentionally reaches out to the lost, or if we keep ourselves completely separate, who is going to teach them? Who is going to evangelize? Who is going to bring them, help guide them into the kingdom of heaven? If Jesus would have adopted the pharisaical attitude towards the tax collectors and sinners, how would they have ever heard the gospel? How would the lame have walked, or the lepers been healed, or the hungry fed? If Jesus would have completely ignored the sinners, he would have ignored those who needed him the most. Likewise, we as his disciples must have the same attitude. If we do not preach to them, or more importantly, demonstrate Christ to them through godly living, how else will they ever come to know Christ? The love for the lost may sometimes mean that we have to go into the wilderness to find the one which is lost. We may also have to deal with those who murmur because of our associating with sinners. But if associating with sinners is truly an effort to seek and save the lost, we are demonstrating exactly the kind of love for the lost displayed by our Father in heaven, and we can look forward to the same joy experienced in heaven when one sinner repents. So may God bless you and keep you and provide you with many opportunities to reach out to the lost this week. Thank you so much for joining us on this enlightening journey through the parables of Jesus on the Walking in His Word podcast. We hope you found inspiration, wisdom, and a deeper connection 
to the teachings of our Savior. If these stories have touched your heart and stirred your soul, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. That way, you won't miss a single parable as we continue on our journey. We're here to spread the teachings of Jesus, and you can help. Share this podcast with your loved ones, your friends, and even your neighbors. Let's build a community that walks together in His Word. Your thoughts and questions are a valuable part of our discussion. So please reach out to us through our website or connect on social media. We're at Walking in His Word Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. As we navigate the parables, remember these timeless stories offer guidance and grace, even in the midst of life's challenges. Keep walking in his word and may his light shine upon your path. Until our next parable, may your journey be blessed.